Hello and welcome to Raw Chatter, the stuff that matters. I am your host, Vicky Midwood, and I am bringing you this podcast bi-weekly. We will be talking to guests and I will be talking on my own alternately all about subjects that we want to bring to the forefront of conversations. This is non-censored stuff on subjects that perhaps we don't talk about enough and I truly believe that nothing should be taboo and the more we can talk about things, the more we can bring things into the open, the more we can be totally honest about how we feel and what we think without worrying about judgment from other people, the better. So thank you for joining me and I hope you enjoy this episode. Not yet. I don't want to end it. I just went right. Okay. <clears throat> hey, folks, welcome to podcast Raw Chatter, the stuff that matters. I am so excited about my guest today because we are working together and we'll tell you a little bit more about that in the podcast. But I want to introduce to you Jessica Zanifers from Sex Education. Jessica, welcome and thank you for joining me. Hello. It's so good to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, welcome. Now, I'm going to let you explain what it is that you do, because when we hear the word sex, people's brains go immediately to <laughs> penetration and the sex act. Um, but that is not what you do. It's a little bit, but not. So the floor is yours. Tell our lovely people, what do you do? So what do I do? And you're right. You know what? As soon as I talk to anyone, the first thing they kind of you know talk about is this, that 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 act that straight off. You know what we do? You get a bit of a shock, and you get a bit of a whole. Oh, what is the? What do you actually do day in day out? But you know what? My life day in day out um, is incredible. It's varied. There's just so many things to to do when it comes to to sex. It's about intimacy. It's about desire, and it's about opening ourselves up to that space and that world, and really allowing ourselves to explore it, have fun with it, um, and stop those my biggest job right my biggest job when I do this is to stop us getting stuck in all the shoulds and all the things that we see every day on the media in the news all these things that tell us how we should be acting what we should be doing what we should find attractive what we shouldn't and going no this is about you and how amazingly awesome and unique you are and let's find out who that is so get rid of all of those things that you think you should act like and be like and enjoy and really kind of go back to your core and go oh what is it that I like? What do I like? How do I like sex? How do I like intimacy? Um, and that's really the core of what I do, which is why it's so incredible, because we're all so different. Right? Just right. Yeah. All of us. And I would imagine that for you, just being able to open up the conversation with people in a way that's lighthearted and a little bit tongue in cheek so that they get over this you know, sometimes it, people can't even say the word, can they, without kind of mouthing it or whispering yeah. it because it seems a taboo subject and yet yeah. none of us would be here if it wasn't for sex it's like one of the most natural things but like it, it's like we, we've all yes yeah, so we're all on this planet because of it but the problem with it is is none of us are taught so we're, we're all got you know the, the bits and pieces that we need to have sex you know but 
well, none of us are actually taught then how to, to do that. I use the analogy all the time about that, you know, that amazing kitchen that you might have. And you've got everything out and all the tools that a chef could need. But the best you can do is, is warm some beans up with a wooden spoon and a pan. Because actually, you don't know how to use all these fancy tools and equipment. Yeah. But we can teach you. Do you know, there's so many ways. And it's about exploring and it's about trying to use them. Because you know what? You're right. It is fun. Um, because and that's what we forget about we kind of just go to it. it's fun and and we make mistakes and it does get messy and that's okay and it's yeah and if you can laugh about it and and take it as part of you exploring and growing and learning about you which is what you encourage people to do isn't it absolutely yeah because I love my side of things I love to make it uh, fun I use some of my own stories and I talk about things to people because I just think sometimes you have to to keep yourself going, there's things that happen that are funny, you know, when you're, you know, in these situations. And it's about kind of realizing that and kind of accepting it. But when you realize it's not quite as serious um, as you think, you can kind of go, oh, that's intriguing. Maybe we can try that. Maybe that's not such a big deal. Um, and just have some fun wildness with it. And that's really, yeah, that's what I love to do. I'm very sort of straightforward and, and, fun with it and factual with it and I'd like to add bits of education in it about why because that's always fascinating how is it that our brain works like that that makes us think that thing when that thing happens you know it's just like oh but there's always a reason there is a reason behind it and once we can find that reason why we can look at it and go oh we can change that now we can like make a difference and that and that's the awareness that you're bringing to people that that they've never and it's not because it is you don't know what you don't know but when you're not even aware of some of this stuff until somebody poses a question and you go oh oh yeah let me let me kind of think about that and let me explore it but yeah can i ask you a question about what when people come to you do they tend to come to you as as individuals um or do they come to you as couples or or is it very much it's it's all of that so it's, it is a mix, but mainly it's women. So I, I mainly work with women because, because women tend to be the ones that have the most concern or the most worry around something that's actually stuck in our heads rather than is in our bodies. You know, we, we um, I'm using the royal we because, you know, women here. Um, but it is what we do and you get stuck in that. And so it tends to be that there's a lot more concerns and a lot more hidden like behind it we're not quite as open um and thinking of and and tend to be a little bit less um i don't know let's just try it you know and, and i think it's a bit of confidence it's a bit about what we see in the media as horrible as it is there's so much out there still that's much more negative when it comes to women's sexuality as, as it is for a man's which is just the way at the moment that life is and we just have to accept that yeah so yeah so i mainly work with women um because you know I want one I'm one one I am one and I've had that experience and I can kind of you know go with go with that flow but couples too couples are interesting seeing the dynamic um I bet and yeah it is really interesting to kind of see that flow um like between them especially as it changes over time but yeah I just like to help women because I kind of feel like that's where I came from this whole not really knowing who I was and what I wanted and no one like as you just said no one actually stopping me and kind of just asking Jess what do you want and then you kind of realize that you've been going on this flow for so long and no one's kind of there to stop you and that's what I like to do it's like stop okay if I ask you this question what's you know what's going to happen you know what's the worst as well yeah 
and that's right and this is the thing we've got so much as you say you talk to people about brain and you help them to understand their own thinking and therefore you know we all know that what we think about we then have a reaction a feeling and then we make a behavior or we choose not to do something and it, and it but it all starts with the thought and a lot of the thoughts i believe around sex that happen early on in school yeah. are pretty negative and very mechanical that the man has these bits the woman has those mm -hmm. bits this is how they fit together this is how you put a condom on and uh, to avoid you know having a pregnancy if you don't want one. and it's, it's kind of it and then we talk about parents and their conversations and it's just who oh, have you had that conversation yet yeah. have you had the, have you talked about the birds and the bees, the bees. And like, you yeah. don't even say it and i just think what is wrong with us why are we talking like you know kids when we're just talking about sex and what are your thoughts about sex education in school should it be a part of school that's one question and then the other question is what about parents and um, if like a really young kid asks the question mm -hmm. do you tell them the truth do you explain things at, obviously at their level or or do you because you're not so comfortable talking about it do you kind of say oh i'll explain that when you're a bit older yeah. i mean what, what do you do what do people do so interestingly enough so i've got two kids so and mine are seven next week and the other one's 11. my daughter's just gone through the sex education that they do do at school it is very very basic and i will say straight off to any parents who are listening to this or do this that that sex education is at home it doesn't matter what we do it doesn't matter what you think, what they're teaching them at school. We have to be okay at home to be able to teach them some of this. Now, we can teach them actually by answering their questions very directly. But also, there's what I always say is really important is as well, is they learn from us doing. And that means things like the intimacy that they see at home, the, the cuddles, the, the touching, the holding hands. is actually just as important as it is um, for them to see and a lot of people will hide that behind closed doors. And that actually um, is a detriment. So that kids need to see this kind of like, this intimacy, this physical and emotional intimacy, which they see from those things. And then education wise, yes, the school stuff is very lacking. As you've already said, it's so very, very basic. Um, I talked recently on one of my TikToks about how my daughter came home very confused about something um, that she, thought that she'd seen in the video they're watching and it was about tampon usage and things like that as well that obviously comes into this subject and it was like hang on a second that's not right what's going on here she was able to ask me that question but it makes me kind of go how many others went home and kind of just accepted what that was because how would they ask that question so it's about us as parents being able to say <clears throat> make sure we can we give the feels that, that that space is open for them to ask the questions and having said that there is no right time to ask or deal with that. So, and my view on it very much is, and a lot of my like people around me, like experts will say, it's actually up to the kids. So the kids, when the kid comes to you and your kid comes to you and asks you that question, be honest, be real. Um, and if you don't know the answer to that question, then look it up together, like and make it a thing, right? Nice, make nice, it a thing, nice. but don't put it off. Um, don't, sweep it under the rug don't you don't don't ignore it and for the love of everything there's nothing wrong with using correct terms Language. call yeah. it a penis call it a vulva 
because it then gets very confusing when they're older. I mean, how many names there are for all sorts of things, you know, gentle down there, foo -foo, all that kind of stuff. When I speak to women who, because uh, this is where things get stuck in, you know, I, I've spoken to many, many women who it takes a few sessions before they'll even be able to go, you know, more than just like, well, when he goes in down there. So, okay. Um, because we're not taught to be able to share that kind of language. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's just... It's actually a topic I'm quite passionate about, having the two kids at home, having them learn like openly, um, everything from like the gender diversity, asking, you know, asking questions. My daughter asked me the question the other day, what happens if you need to pee while you're having sex? And I was like, see, brilliant questions. I was like, keep them coming because they'll make great TikToks. I was like, keep them coming. And it's it's things like that, that out of innocent mouth babes, but actually even us adults would ask that question because we were never taught it. We were never filled. We never answered, got that question answered. Yeah. So um, and now you pose that question. People are listening going, oh, what do you do? So, so give you, us the answer. What do you do? Do you know what? So, the, so yeah, so the question she asked was like, what happens if you need to eat like when you have sex? So I said, well, for one, um, you know, having sex, obviously you are squashing your bodies together. So there might be the fact that you need to go for a wee. Um, but, I think the worry they had was, can you wee in each other? Can is there is there right. some kind of like you know would right. would a man wee inside me if um, if we're having sex? So what happens is both um, the vagina and the penis get erect when we're aroused, so that and that fills with blood and actually both those um, erectile tissues that fill with blood push against the urethra and stop the um, well, basically block it up a little bit. So it stops that. So there's no accidental weeing while we're having sex which is why when you've kind of finished and coming down or if you do need to wee in the middle of sex, it can be quite difficult. And you'll probably want to do that now. Go away and try that because you will. You'll kind of sit there and go, I need to wee, I need to wee. <laughs> but it takes a while to get, because, you know, because you though, um, those capillaries, those... Physiological. They're literally, exactly, it's actually our body squashing and stopping it, which is why it's very hard for a man to have a wee with an erection and um you can ask them that and ask them if they ever done that and you'll, you'll probably find that it'll be like no 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 because never... and this is where we delight in how incredible the human body is mm -hmm. because you know pe hopefully people listening will have, will have learned that you know you can't just accidentally pee inside your partner guys yeah. right because the body is designed for that to not happen it's pretty yeah. damn clever but also you you drop something there which some people may have picked up on and, and others may not that i think some will go what the vagina gets erect and and this is yeah. this is something that we always think about an erection is to do with a man but so mm -hmm. many women don't really understand how their own body functions and they yeah. certainly don't look no at what at what their body looks like no. we we look at it externally from the outside but how many people actually know what their vagina looks like yeah right and and yet we know what our hands look like and we mess about yeah. intimately examining our nails and all that kind of stuff and it is just another part of our anatomy yes guys have it different because they can see much more right it's pretty darn obvious yeah but this is this is the kind of stuff that you help people to feel a bit more comfortable doing isn't it understanding yeah. how how things actually work and and encouraging people to actually know their own body. their bodies and it's a health thing as well i know like we've talked about this it's a health thing because you know if you don't know your own body you also won't know if there's something wrong 
so if you wow. don't know like if you don't know the the feel of your your vulva or or um you know your pitch all that kind of thing so if there was a problem and it was like oh there's you know there's maybe a bit of swelling there would you know because you don't actually yeah. know and that's one of the most um it's one of the and I will say this as well, this is one of the hardest things that I actually did. So of all the education, of all the things that I did, looking at myself in that way was actually one of the hardest things uh, to yeah. do. But I think also because no one really teaches you to do it. No one sh- says to you that we, sh- that we should be doing it. And it does feel like it's very kind of internal. But actually, most of that doesn't really count as internal either anyway. Like the, the vagina yeah. might. But the rest of the vulva, the, the clitoris, all that, that's still external, still an external organ. So, yes, it's really important to know from both and a medical perspective and a health perspective. And I think it's very much an adult thing, because if I think back to when I was a kid, you know, the, the old, I don't even know if it happens anymore, but plain doctors, you know, what I'm going to say plain doctors and nurses where you used to have a look at yeah. each other's bits when you were kids. Yeah. And and yet I know that there would be some families who would be horrified that, that mm-hmm. you would do it because dirty. And I mean, do you get that cropping up that it, people think of it as dirty? Sex yeah, is dirty. sex is dirty because of because without realising it. So let's just say across the whole world of sexology, which we're in, um, even therapy, all those psychosexual therapies, all that kind of stuff, the main reason that people come to to get help and have a concern mainly will root from something from childhood. And that from childhood is most likely something along the lines of don't touch yourself, that's dirty. Don't do that. Good girls don't do that. And like we said a minute ago, it gets stuck in our brain and it wires together in this situation that sex and dirty. My mum yelled at me at the same time I was having, you know, I was playing with myself or touching myself ego that's a bad thing to be doing and and that happens you know that happens a lot it's also where kinks come from a lot of the time so like when people have kinks and things so perhaps say like the first time someone ejaculated it was into a sock and so now that socks are involved in some which way into those sexual experiences perfectly healthy nothing wrong with it but that's where they come from it's not no, no one goes out purposely and has that choice to, to, to do that. But, you know, they will find, they will associate that with a, with a sexual experience. Yeah. And so, yeah, it comes from so much from, from those things that we think um, are dirty. My, I mean, my son's still at that age where he wanders around naked, continually yanking on the end of his penis, like all the time. And we just, we're just like, you just leave him to it. He does it in the sitting room. He just, he's talking to you, just sitting there, like literally, like pulling and all that kind of stuff but it's actually completely natural form of development there will become a time which is interesting because it's not even us as parents that does it there's actually biologically a point where their brains become more consciously aware of things and they realize that this is something to be done in private and it happens around kind of the seven eight kind of mark they start to realize that they need to move that kind of thing into a private space then becomes all the puberty stuff and things like that so we don't really need to do anything apart from let them express that themselves. Because if we don't, I think we're ending up with more of what I deal with now when I help people. Yeah. Right. And this is where I think parents are so concerned about what is normal behaviour for kids in terms of that sexual development. And that's not really taught to us, is it? No. Uh, as as parents, we, we don't really, really know. And 
and yes we can say an average age but it's going to be different like anything yeah. for all kids you know what what it's like saying well what age do your do your baby teeth fall out and you and your big ones come through well okay. it, it's different for all all kids you know what age should they be by the time they can tell the time well how long is a piece of string it's going to be around about when they've been on the planet for this exactly. sort of number of years <laughs> yeah but other than that to put an age label on it is really not helpful is it but no. talking about how incredible the body is and as you said you know from a health point of view knowing your own body mm -hmm. you are a co-founder um of health and pleasure uh, yes. and obviously i am the other co-founder which is which is why why we're here but it is so important to help people to understand that part of being healthy is having a healthy attitude mm -hmm. to sex and intimacy and desire and relationships but also looking after your physiological body as well as your mind yeah. and this is why we come together so tell us a little bit more about um health and pleasure because it's it's a new thing um and, and it's in its infancy but we have got some amazing stuff lined up for people so do you want to share what's happening and, and what how it's going to work yeah so um yes yeah, so give you that bit of background so that was come from me and vicky having one of those moments every now and then of kind of going well, what can we what is there out there and how these things kind of come together and that whole coaching space is so similar that it's only the topics that can be a little bit different and sex is such a health thing it's such it's such a, an important part of us because if anything it's because we're blocking it out which means we're never being our true selves and we're never seeing that that whole picture and we've talked about it and how many you know people are out there that will have i don't know counseling and help with all these kind of things but sex has never actually touched on in within their their questions within their health kind of, of line but it's such a big thing because we see it everywhere it's around us like all the time and so we wanted to bring those kind of worlds together so i find it and i'll admit i can admit on here i i find it quite difficult to Get people to open up especially initially because you know i am talking about sex as i said that that word it comes down and it comes down like a hammer sometimes it really is um a bit tricky which and but it's such an important subject that we wanted to kind of put these two words together so we have health and pleasure instead and kind of say these things are really intrinsically linked to each other right we we, we there's need, a massive synergy there is, it's massive and it's funny because every time we have a conversation and we go off on onto that subject don't we we kind of go wait that goes with my subject and that goes with this subject and that goes with this subject and it's like we were joking the other day about i think was it the hydration and it's even to the point of going you can even joke to the point hydration is good for the body and i'm like and lube's good for the vagina and it's yes. just like you can you know it's all about hydration and you can kind of find these comparisons like all over it but it's so important and it and it, it was really like an opening space for us to be able to have those deeper conversations because when you start realizing how important they are to our health and our well-being um it kind of makes it a softer approach and it kind of makes us be a little bit like actually we can hear this and we can listen to this and we can learn a bit more so i think that's where it really comes together yeah it does. and you know we've um we've done some interviews we talked to some amazing people already who we hope are going to continue and and give us more and vibes everything from like you know having sexy how to take sexy selfies but also like healing and like healing our bodies and how that can can heal us and help our sex lives yeah and then as we move on we're going to just have a bit of fun with it i think we're just going to have um we're in the middle of we've nearly finished building um what your um 
kind of your sizzle factor, your sizzle factor for how how hot your sex life is. Um, so, and it's a bit like it's not it's it's like the idea of the Cosmo Buzzfeed kind of style quiz, but it's actually not asking those. It's not asking the kind of questions you expect. It is going a little bit deeper into the questions to make you kind of think a little bit about what your um what your world looks like. And from there, we're gonna just keep kind of building on it. We've got little um, like conversations coming out. We're gonna we're doing lots on on TikTok of all this kind of information, aren't we? And then in October, running from the fifth of October, we're going to be having four weeks where we're gonna have a small group of um, women to begin with, getting together and basically delve a little bit deeper and open up this safe space where we can really learn something but also express and share right because I think that's the most important thing so it's great to talk when people talk to me and I know Vicky you do it as well you talk individually with people but you know what it is incredibly powerful when you do it with other women with other yeah. people not just like one-to-one -one with a coach but truly listen and hear to other people's stories because you realize that so you are so so similar even though you're different there's everyone kind of like hides behind this world the sex going it must be only me it must be only me yeah and when you start to to hear and you're and then obviously that also allows you to open up a conversation yourself yeah the more you get more comfortable with this the more you can put that out into the world the more you can talk to your partner about it your friends about it in a truly in a truth manner so not just this superficial thing that we do over a glass of wine where we kind of go oh my god his dick was massive last night you know is it no Right, all surface stuff, and it, surface, yeah. deeper, and like having these spaces where we can have these these open conversations is something that we really want to be able to offer. So, um, so that's yeah. So, yeah, so that's all October, and and what we're what what I think is important that that people know is it is absolutely that is a safe space. It's not going to be just like a random Facebook group that you can request no. to join. It's it, no. it's not going to be that. It's going to be people who are absolutely on a similar page but have a lot maybe fears and are a little bit scared of asking questions or it's just that you may have questions but you don't know where to go to yeah. be able to get answers and whether that's about sex whether it's about intimacy whether it's about your sexuality whether it's about a health issue that you're wondering how that will affect your sex life and all that kind of stuff that this is what we are creating isn't it yeah. Uh, yeah. A place where you can ask those questions that you don't know where else to go to ask them and get the truth based upon science, fact, yeah. right? Indeed. Not just mumbo jumbo pseudoscience that you can Dr. Google, but actual yeah. science facts. Uh, but also, this is where it's so important, as you said, because there may be that somebody asks a question or poses a thought and you just go oh my god wow and that's what makes it powerful isn't it when you yeah. realize that others are thinking the same stuff yeah really. or someone's been through so what you're terrified of yeah and i think it's such a learning thing and i think the more that we learn and can hear about it because this is where i even came from the more that we immerse ourselves into this space the easier it all becomes so and this is where people do get a bit confused sometimes i think with what I do and they think well they're going to go off and be some kind of like you know I don't know sex kit where they're going to want it all the time and be all like oh and it's not about that actually and it's not even about 
having, you know, we might have conversations that go into depth about different kind of positions. You know, people will, you know, be scared away from that conversation about anal, for example. But yeah. my whole point in these things, like what we're doing is, you don't have to do any of these things, right? You don't have to do anything, but learning about them and actually helps us become less judgmental about other people around us, right? That's what's really important. So learning, knowing, having a safe space where we can kind of just go, you know, this is how I feel. And it's all genuinely, yeah. how you feel is how you feel. And that's fine, right? And, and we can express that and in a safe space and safe yeah. space without somebody going or, or making yeah. ridiculous faces and you then feeling oh my god I shouldn't have said that and yeah. I, think, I think this is so important but and more than anything as you said it's going to help you to feel more confident in just exploring who you are how you really think and how you really feel and just what are you expecting maybe from your partner that perhaps aren't even your own expectations but they're those of of maybe your mother or father <laughs> or whatever and it's, and realizing that you are a, as you said a unique human being and yeah. let's explore that and get excited by maybe trying things um because it's like anything isn't it if we understand why something could be pleasurable instead yeah. of just going oh i couldn't possibly do that right because we've got this idea of what it is in our head yeah. But then realizing that, oh, okay, so it's not actually what I thought it was. Yeah. Because, and this is what you might yeah. experience. And yeah. then if somebody can go, well, do you know what? I thought that. Yeah. And then I tried it. And it, right. And that's what we're doing, isn't it? That's so cool. And you get stuck in these things. You really do get stuck in the, in the messages that we hear all the time. It's as simple as we get stuck in all sorts of things you know i i can even i can go to an extreme if you'd asked me like six or seven years ago if the idea of um this is an extreme i'm not expecting everyone else to have this the idea of my husband sleeping with another woman would be the end of our relationship now i find it quite a bit of a turn on but the idea of it is no longer scary because i understand where the urges come from i understand how it works and i understand how the difference between sex love relationships consent desire intimacy they're one bubble, but they're also separate in their own little world. So but yeah. we get stuck in it. As soon as someone wants to say, oh, you know, I found that guy really attractive. And you're like, oh, but you're married. You shouldn't be. And it's, it's things like that. It's like, no, 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 that's healthy. It's natural. It's like, actually, we're kind of born a bit of voyeurism. We do it all the time. You know, you sit having your coffee and you want to, you know, look out the window at everyone walking past. Yeah. We do. And um, as soon as you add in to all these kind of situations, the word sex or the thing sex or the thing desire or the intimacy, it becomes bad. Yeah. And it's like it's not. And I think that's where that's where we kind of want to break into those kind of thought patterns and really kind of like just key to think, let's just how what if you just thought about it like this? Just what if, what difference like that would that would make? And I know you do, you know, what if we thought about ourselves? yeah exactly and and this is i think this is the joy of it so we are going to be launching our quiz very very soon are we mm -hmm. we, we haven't got a specific date but it is going to be soon and we're so watch out you there will be posts going on all of the socials TikTok mm -hmm. and um instagram so jessica where can people find more about you um are you on TikTok as jessica staniforth or, or is, uh, what, what are you on platforms else to do oh, your stuff 
yeah so platform wise so i'm i'm doing tiktok and a lot of youtube at the moment are going to be my two main ones mainly if anyone ever asks me all these things like facebook unfortunately instagram they are very restrictive in what i can do so but i'm loving tiktok at the moment so it's um sexication with jessica is my um my handle and you can find there while i talk about rambles so just beware i'm a rambler i like to just when something comes to my mind i think that's a really good point I will do a TikTok on it. And um, and so, yeah. And we're going to be doing the same when it comes to health and pleasure. And you can find that under um, health and pleasure on TikTok too. So there'll be ones on there too. And as Vicky said, there'll be a website, which is very nearly built, and the quiz, which is very nearly built, because I'm a bit techie, which is what I'm just finishing off. Um, and, yeah, you know, yeah. we are very close to, to be able to share that. And we're really excited about that. So keep eyes open watch this space folks so there you go so if you want to find jessica in, and see some of the stuff that she's already got out there on tiktok or on youtube please do do that um and i just want to finish off by saying i am so delighted that you and i met up and and started wanting to work together because we are both passionate about what we do and i think that's come across um especially from you with with your desire to help people to understand desire and intimacy and sex and and really put to bed a lot of the myths and the ideas that this stuff is is dirty and should be not talked about because we need to be talking and that's why you're here on raw chatter talking exactly. about the stuff that matters Indeed. so just thank you once yeah, again all your time and we will let people know very very soon yep. when we are launching our quiz so until Amazing. then thanks for listening speak soon thanks. bye